Hello, I'm Aaron Montes. This is KTEP News. The judge hasn't got an order yet. The judge will let us know. We'll find out. Thank you. District Attorney Bill Hicks and Defense Attorney Joe Spencer said they would not comment on the Walmart mass shooting case after a tense hearing today. Prosecutors and defense attorneys jammed at each other during Thursday's meeting, meant to set a schedule, eventually leading to a trial date. But the hearing turned into a debate about how long it would take defense attorneys to analyze terabytes of evidence they received in January. Defense attorney Felix Valenzuela accused the DA's office of sabotage, which DA Bill Hicks and his staff quickly objected to. The hearing ended with Judge San Medrano reminding victims' families who were in attendance that both sides are represented by some of the finest attorneys in town and that they both are looking to bring the case to a resolution. The gunman from North Texas is facing the death penalty in the state version of this case. He has already been sentenced to 90 consecutive life sentences in federal court last year. And several law enforcement officers involved in the failed response to the Robb Elementary School shooting in Uvalde have been ordered to appear before a grand jury. The subpoenas were first reported by the Austin American Statesman and KVUE-TV Today. They report the subpoenas include Texas Department of Public Safety officers and those with other agencies. This is part of local DA Christina Mitchell's criminal investigation into the May 2022 shooting response when 376 officers waited more than an hour to confront the Robb Elementary gunman. It's unclear who the target of Mitchell's criminal investigation is. Testimony is set to begin next week at the Uvalde County Courthouse. And a cyber attack on the nation's largest commercial prescription processor, Change Healthcare, is affecting military clinics and hospitals worldwide. That includes William Beaumont Medical Center, which says it will take more time to process prescriptions. Phone refills are not available while the problem is fixed. The hospital advises patients who need a medication urgently to show up in person at pharmacies. And Assistant Secretary of Health Admiral Rachel Levine visited Parkland Health in Dallas Thursday to discuss high rates of syphilis in Texas. Carrie's Elena Rivera reports. The latest CDC data shows Texas has the fourth worst rate of congenital syphilis in the country. That's when a person with syphilis passes it on to their baby during pregnancy. Levine says it's important for providers to know what the risks are and talk through them with their patients. This is a treatable bacterial illness. Um, Congenital syphilis is preventable. Almost all cases of congenital syphilis, again, which is devastating, are preventable. If it's not treated, syphilis during pregnancy can cause miscarriage and infant death. Levine says she's hoping to make progress in reducing syphilis rates nationally by the end of the year. I'm Elena Rivera in Dallas. And Texas could see hundreds of thousands of new citizens cast ballots in this year's November election, according to a new report from the Washington-based American Immigration Council. The Texas newsroom's Julian Aguilar has details. The report states that the number of immigrants eligible to go through the naturalization process is about 790,000. Mo Kantner of the American Immigration Council said there is still time for eligible immigrants to gain citizenship before the October 7th deadline to register to vote, but they shouldn't wait too long to begin the process. There is still an opportunity or a chance, I would say at this point, for some who have a pretty straightforward case uh, to be able to move through the process fairly routinely. Um, to be able to get the citizenship by the October deadline. Kantner said immigrants that are likely to naturalize don't include migrants who recently crossed into the U.S. At minimum, she said, an immigrant would have to have been in the country with legal status since at least 2019. I'm Julian Aguilar in El Paso. And finally, the University of Texas at El Paso has broken its record for annual research. UTEP reported $145.7 million in research and development expenditures in the fiscal year 2023. 
That tops the previous year by more than $15 million. Research areas include water, national security, and Hispanic health disparities. Thank you for listening. For KTEP News, I'm Aaron Montes.